everybody, I'm Stuart Cohn. Welcome back. I'm really glad you're here. I, I wonder, did you give a listen to the last session we had of the Group Sales Power Hour, the podcast, the business coaching session where your colleague, Lisa, was really authentic. She really expressed the challenge she was having, uh, having been on the struggle bus. Have you ever been on the struggle bus? Of course you have. I have. We all are at one time or another. And sometimes it's not so easy to ask for help to say, hey, I'm in a bit of a pickle here. Hey, I I got some dark clouds over me. Hey, I am overwhelmed with stuff. And I wonder right now, travel advisors, everyone, all the beautiful people in the house right now, here, hanging out with me in my office. That's how I like to, it's more intimate for me if I really feel you're right here hanging out with me and we're having, having this conversation that, uh, that w- when you can say, hey, man, I'm having a bad hair day, and you share. And sometimes, you know, as a professional coach, a professional coach would know this, a professional coach sort of asks uh, high mileage questions, leading questions, we, uh, not like a consultant that solves someone else's problems, do this, do this. A coach helps guide you, nudge you, encourage you, and normally... You already have the answer, but maybe it's sort of covered. You don't see it. You're sort of wallowing a bit, and that's okay, because that's why we have the power. I already give you some lift, give you some elevation. So here's what's coming up today in my mission as your chief motivation officer to help you build a bigger, better group business. And man, oh man, I can't say this enough. Now, right now. Now is the best time in the history of travel to be a master of group sales, to be a master. If you're just doing it for fun, if, if, you're, if you really don't have the strategies, the methods, a system, a plan in place, I don't think you're going to be able to take advantage of get a disproportionate share of the enormous volume of business that's coming your way. And and you may already be there right now. So our focus today is as follows. Number one, I just just need to share with you three more quotes, if you will allow me, please, from that book, uh, uh, 100 Bedtime Stories. Thank you, Sam, dear friend, for sending this to me, because I I need to draw a, a very important analogy for you in the business you're in. And last time, if you remember, you, you know, based on this book, which is a uh, 100 bedtime stories for triathletes, and and my, uh, yeah, of course I'll say it again, my ridiculous achievement, and I say that humbly, not to brag, but humbly that I actually did a an Ironman 70.3 on May 15th. Uh, I I just see that right. Remember what I said last time that what I did that kind of a triathlete experience and what you do, they're both endurance sports in it, especially if you've been in the business a couple of years, if this, if the travel industry isn't an endurance sport, I don't, I don't know what is riding the ups and downs, the waves, the, uh, the ebbs, the flows, the roller coaster of, of, of business. Right? So that's number one. Number two, 
I'm going to tell you what I did after not being hired for a speaking gig that I really, really, really wanted. I'll tell you what I did because I think maybe it is relatable in case one day you don't get hired to do a gig, to book a travel trip vacation group. And it was a a piece of business, a gig you really wanted. What do you do? I'll tell you what I did. Number three, I'm going to start off really with a theme about what I see as an equipment shortage in this business and equipment shortage. So stay tuned for that. Just a couple minutes on that. I want to give you some metaphors and analogy to help elevate you, get you, get you thinking, uh, especially as we dive into live coaching. Now, we did this last time, and we're going to do it again. It's really fun for me. It's challenging for me. And I think, I hope, engaging and compelling for you, whether you're here in the audience or one of my awesome boot campers or an invited guest, because what we have is a a new level of comfort. Tell me if I'm right. Are you feeling a little more comfortable when somebody says, hey, you want to jump on a Zoom call with me? Fire up the mic, fire up the camera. You know, from my perspective, I've been doing these things for you know, 14 years since I've been in business for myself uh, and prior on behalf of the companies I work for. But but all of a sudden, almost everybody has this new level of comfort to turn on the mic, to turn on the video. And I, we have a few really great travel professionals lined up ready to share uh, an issue, a challenge, an opportunity, and we're going to help. We're going to help. So stay tuned. I think I think as a listener, hearing that level of unscripted, unedited engagement is compelling, is interesting. So first of all, welcome here. I, I said uh, already said some good mornings before we hit record, but uh, Ramona's in the house. Linda's here. Good morning. Hans is here. Good morning. And we've got so many others. Uh, Tradita, Timothy. Hey, Timothy. Ryan. Uh, um, did I say Marina? Hey, Lori, Doreen, Danny, Sam, so many of you are here. I love to see your names. Would much prefer to see your beautiful faces. Uh, I'll just have to I'll just have to settle for the names, and that's okay because we are going to get to hear some of your voices shortly. So let's start off right away with the quote I want to read to you. And it says here on, on page 168. Now listen up. Good things come to those who work there. Can I say the word? Should I just say butts? Is this a family show? I don't know. I'm just going to say it. Good things come to those who work their asses off and never give up. And never give up. Uh, this re- this one really uh, resonated with me in, 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 in the event I just participated in. And I'm not stopping, just so you know. I'm still training. I will run later today because I'm doing it again in Memphis, which was the original 70.3 I signed up for, which was canceled. So we figured, hey, let's just sneak in one in the Gulf Coast in May. And I want to read this to you because uh, there's two key things here. Work their butts off and never give up. This makes me think of the Pareto principle. Do you know the Pareto principle, dear friends? It's commonly known as the 80-20 rule right? That means uh, 
20% of the success, 20% of the productivity, 20% of the result. Uh, I, no, let me take it back. 80% of the result comes from only 20% of the people or the, the, the exertion, meaning, you know, like cream rises to the top of the heap. It, it, and in any business, it's just fascinating. And just it's true with athletics as well. It's always the top 20% that steal a show. And, and I said this when I was doing the group summit with Nexion. And I'm going to say this to you. If you're in boot camp, I'm going to say this to you. So pay attention. If you've signed up for boot camp live in, in June, which will be my last boot camp live, that you've got every, every opportunity. Everyone is hearing the same stuff. I'm saying the same words to you and everybody else. I'm giving you the same strategies I've been given for years that I know work. And it only works for some people, not because it's not my fault. I, I, I don't think it's my fault. And I hate to use the word fault because that's a bad word. But at the end of the day, if you don't apply, right? Applied knowledge is power, not knowledge is power, applied knowledge. And what more can I, what more can I do? I am not going to do the work for you. I can't. You need to do the, the heavy lifting, the work and good things come to those who work their asses off and never give up. So I, I encourage you during the, I think friends, we're, we're sort of done with the in-between stage that I've kept referring to. Perhaps we are. Yay. And, I, and now I just read that cruising uh, is slowly but surely getting the green light to go and launch. I just read about Celebrity Edge. It's here. It's here. And I want you to capture a disproportionate share of that new business coming. But it's going to take hard work. And I know some of you are already weary or you may be on the struggle bus or you have challenges. Now, we're going to talk about the equipment shortage in a second. Stay here with me because there's always a point to my uh, to my uh, my madness here, method to my badness. Quote number two, as we go along this journey on page 270, is the best way to predict the future is to create it. The best way to predict the future is to create it. Just looking at the names here, knowing so many of you, I know where you're at in your business. I know who's got big ideas, big plans, and is working hard towards achieving those goals. Because if you didn't have a plan, if you didn't have the goal, if first of all, you wouldn't be here. Why would you bother listening to this? You're probably you know coming to the office every day, right? Playing pin the tail on the donkey and, and, and just letting your business run you rather than you running your business. But the best way to predict the future is to create it. And I do that all day long, as, as, as you know. I'm making a significant pivot in my professional life. I'm not leaving the travel industry, just so you know. That's been asked frequently. I mean, I'm just not creating any new products or brands in travel, but I will, I will be an on-call and on-demand speaker and trainer. I'm not leaving. However, boot camp is ending at the end of the year because I needed more time to pursue this ADHD life coach profession. I will be a certified ADHD life coach by the end of the year. And I will pivot my speaking to uh, ADHD as a skill set to entrepreneurs and to, and to help those who have that kind of wiring be more successful at work and at home in a nutshell. 
So I am predicting the future because I am creating my future. I hope you are too, working your, working your asses off to achieve greatly. And the last quote I want to share with you is here, right here, page 303. Here we go. The champion mindset, a single-minded focus to block out distractions and just go for it. So here, our author, Alan Pittman, defines a championship mindset as a single-minded focus to block out distractions and just go for it. Ah, Maybe you're tired of these 70.3 metaphors, friends. I won't tell you something, you know, when I, when I'm training and, and, and as we approached race date, I was in the zone. I was totally focused, totally focused. And, and when you, when you come to your desk in the morning, you got to be in the zone and totally focused too. You've got to have that image of that big goal. And every day do something towards achieving that big goal, working your butts off, never giving up and being the 20% rising to the top. Am I making sense? I just want to, I want to make sure I'm making sense. So I just really, I wanted to share that with you. Number two on the agenda, I had, uh, I received a call, could have been, would have been my very first speaking gig in the ADHD entrepreneurship arena. Can't tell you who, can't tell you what, but it's a really cool, amazing new product that was uh, was FDA approved and they're ready to do a big launch. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is right up my alley in my sweet spot. I didn't get hired because I don't think because of what I was offering or not offering, they just changed direction. Of, of how they wanted to handle this big kickoff meeting. And of course I was disappointed and I am about to, I have them lined up right here. I have, these are my, you may have seen these before. I just buy, you know, recyclable uh, card paper with, uh, with envelopes and I do handwritten notes. Not only thank you cards, but a thank you for not hiring me card. <laughs> So here's my plan. And I wonder, what do you do after somebody doesn't hire you? Do you thank them for not hiring you? I'm going to. So I'm sending a card to the uh, executive assistant who I had conversation with. She was my gatekeeper. She asked me questions. I had no contact with the actual decision makers. That's the best I could do in this case. And Maybe sometimes that happens with you too. Maybe you are talking to the couple, to the family, to the decision maker. I don't know. Remember, you always want to get to that decision maker. I tried, couldn't. However, I didn't get hired, but I'm sending a thank you card, not only to the executive assistant, but to the, to the CEO. And heck, I actually, I took out three because I'm thinking of sending it to a couple of people there. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to go wah, wah, wah. Why didn't you hire me? I'm sad. I'm bummed. Man, I could have knocked it out of the park. You made a mistake. I'm the best in the business. Now, I'm going to say, hey, I, I am so excited for your launch. You didn't hire me for this. Just remember, if something should fall through, and I learned, learned this from the great Mike Marcia, if something should fall through, I'm your guy. Can you do that? Can you do that? All those times you don't get hired to book the group, to book the trip, would you take 60 seconds, 
120 seconds. Write a thank you card. Hey, I really enjoyed meeting you. Thank you for telling me all about this big trip you've got planned. I, it's, it sounds really great. And I wish you the very best. Just know if something should fall through, if you need me, I'm here for you. Let's always stay connected. Isn't that, isn't that kind of a neat thing to do if you don't get hired to send a thank you card anyway? Can you do that? Doreen said, I've never thanked anyone for not hiring me. Great idea. There you go. I, I think it's great because, uh, and I've taught this for many years, isn't it great to be second in line rather than completely removed from the picture? You know, so, you know especially you, right, endurance sport, you're talking to them. Maybe you're putting together a proposal. Maybe you didn't charge a planning fee, a non-refundable planning fee. So you did all this prep work and you're bummed because maybe they stole your ideas. Maybe they didn't hire. They went someplace else. Whatever it is, I, I would still send them, send them that card because there's nothing wrong with the spec. I, look, I didn't want to give any fear to the CEO and that team for not hiring me. I, I, but, you know, in your business... If they don't have you in their pocket, in their corner, making the plans because you know exactly what you're doing, you're the best at what you do, then you hope nothing goes wrong. Now, I don't suggest you put that in the card, Doreen. However, you know, come up with your own phraseology, your own short and sweet. Don't ask questions. Don't give them any kind of guilt. Just say, hey, I love spending a little time with you. I, and if something falls through, I'm here for you. So I wanted to share that as a, as a strategy. Send a thank you card for not getting hired. Number three, I believe there's a significant equipment shortage in this industry, in the travel industry. What do I mean by equipment? Well, I think we may have a talk today with Linda W. And I think she may be suffering from having an equipment shortage. Equipment shortage meaning the right tools. And Linda, I, if that's what we're going to talk about, that, that's fine. We'll find out because remember, this is unedited, unscripted. I don't know where we're going to go when we talk to you. However, for all the years uh, I've served this glorious business, there is definitely a shortage of really great tools, resources. Now, we've seen some new products come, right? Uh and, and I think they're fantastic. I also see very, very, very successful trap wrestlers using Excel to run their group business. And they know how to manipulate it and make it work. But they also use other tools, booking engines and the ports, the booking port portals that are available by your brands. The, the, here's, here's the dilemma. And I think this is 80-22. Tell me if I'm wrong. You know, maybe 20% of the agency community are using tools, whether it's an app, uh, booking engine, uh, something to make your life simpler, to reduce the mistakes you make, to cut down on the manual labor and effort. You know, it's about efficiency. We talk about this all the time at bootcamp. If, if you can't run the business efficiently, especially groups where, you know, the nightmares, the headaches are multiplied, right? Then there's no way you can grow. 
uh, an exponentially successful, profitable business and not lose sleep at night saying, well, how do I handle this business? I can't grow. So I want to give you an, an idea. Here's the metaphor coming back at you that, that you need to make the investment. The tools are there. I, I guarantee you, whatever you need is already there. That, that's number one. And it, the problem is you may not know that they're there. Now, obviously, in order to, to run, period, let alone in a, in a triathlon, you, you, I need good, good shoes, right? So I spend money on good shoes. And the, these are my race shoes. I save these. I saved these for race only. They served me well on May 15th. They're going to serve me well on October 2nd. You got to spend the money. But I have practice shoes too, a couple pair of practice shoes. Crazy money on these shoes, but they're tools, they're resources that I know will help me to the finish line. Do you have your version of the right shoe for your business? Next, you know, something crazy. What is this? I have no idea what this is. Well, if you're out there biking a long ride or if you're uh, you're in the middle of a race, you know, if you get a flat tire, puh, puh, they, they don't stop the clock for you. You got to fix it. So there's all kinds of crazy, crazy expensive tools here. This is a this is called an Air Rush Elite. So you know what this is for? I see in case of emergency. What tools do you have in case of emergency? Okay. There you go. There, who, and this, this is obvious. That's my watch. It's a oh, upside down. It's a Garmin. Is it a Garmin? It is a Garmin watch. I'd be lost without this. Do you have a, your version of a watch for your business? Who knew? Who knew I would need body glide? <laughs> who knew? See, see I'm, I'm teaching you something here. See, the whole idea is that in an Ironman competition, uh, any triathlon, there's transitions and they don't stop the clock for your transition. You got to get out the wetsuit and you got to get ready for your bike and you're on the clock, man. Right. So you put a little body glide here on the, on the, on the, on your calves and, and on your shoulders and so forth so that you could take that wetsuit off quick practice, practice, practice. But who do I needed that? Okay. You know what this is. Of course you do. Ooh, look at that. That's crazy. That's the light on the bicycle. That's for safety. Right. And, and I'm just showing you crazy stuff here. And, you know, this is a whole new world, but I dove into this world and I knew what equipment I needed to help me succeed to get me across the finish line. Do you have the tools and equipment you need to get across the finish line? Because if you don't stop, drop and figure out what you need, the tools are out there. I'll, I'll help you as much as I can help you. However, talk to your colleagues, talk to your host, talk to your consortia, whoever you're with. What are you using? Do you love it? Is it working for you? Right? Get the names, make the phone calls, make the investment. Who knew? Who knew, ladies and gentlemen, there's a cleat lubricant? Because, you know, when you bike, you wear those cleats that click into the bike, right? Who knew? There's a cleat lubricant. Oh, my gosh. So I get in and out of those cleats fast because... Every second that I'm like fidgeting, oh, it's like, you know, it goes against my time. Who knew? This is a this is superior dry lubricant. It's a, a lubricant for the chain of my bike. Now, hold on. Not only that, though, look at the size it is. This is a degreaser for the chain. I'm not going to show you everything that I had to purchase because I don't want my wife to see it because she still doesn't know how much I spent on this race. <laughs> But do, do you see my point, dear friends? 
My point is, are you comfortable? Are you confident that you have the products, the tools, the resources to help your business grow, let alone manage it on a day-to-day basis? I see Doreen here. She offers, I do not know the products available to manage a group business. It's one of the problems I have right now. I will invest in the right tools. Point well taken. There you go. Doreen, I'm glad you're here. And uh, I don't know, maybe we can schedule, maybe we can have one power hour and that's all we talk about are tools. How about that? How about that? We talk about that. And I did get a reach out for, uh, from somebody. Somebody mentioned a new tool for groups. I don't remember the name, but apparently word got out that I that somebody mentioned it. I talked about it and they offered to be on the show. Show, whatever, the podcast. So you, you let me know. Maybe we'll build a, a program around that because I want to help you get the tools because I don't want it to be too late. Because here's the thing, you're going to get so busy, friends, so busy, you're just not going to have time to learn something new, right? It's about getting over that mountain and and learning that new technology. I hate the word technology because it's already scary, but it could be it could be the biggest gift you give yourself. If you take a half a day, a full day off and you learn it and you load it up and you use it on a regular basis, think of the hours and the nightmares and the mistakes and the errors it's going to save you down the road. Doreen said, I would love a power hour just on the tools and products available. There you go. That's going to be an upcoming theme. Okay. Now, um, that was number three. And number four, we're we're going to go into some live coaching now. And I'm going to ask, uh, uh, Linda, would you you type in if you're ready for me to put your mic on? Linda, let me just know because I don't want to send you that unmute request. So you're ready. All right. What's going on? Well, just accidentally, I found out I was going through my, um, when, when I book, I've got a book in two different systems. I book in the supplier side and then to get my commission, I've got to go book on what we call cruise control and cruise control is rather difficult. If you do a cruise, you just hit pull in the cruise reservation and everything falls in automatically. But if you're doing land bookings, which this was a land booking with uh, Club Med and it actually pays a quite nice Commissioner, they pay 15%. That's what they're supposed to pay. But the invoices they sent me, when I sit there and do the math, it's like, that's not 15%. That's maybe 7%. And so then I talked to my support people and she said, well, it's got to show on their side before we can't fix it because cruise control automatically defaults to the 15% for Club Med. And so I've talked to my BDM from Club Med I emailed her, I've talked to her, and it's still not fixed. And therefore, Cruises Inc. won't verify my invoices. And my lady travels July 1st. And I just want to get her all her documents and make sure everything's all set. And I have little travel things I send with them. So, um, and they're not the only ones. I went through some of my Southwest vacations last night. I sat down, so I put everything in a spreadsheet with when they travel, what the price is, what the commission rate is, and then what the commission is. Southwest isn't correct either. And it's on the supplier side. And I don't even know where to go with Southwest. At least Club Med, I know who to talk to. And I'm just going to have to call her again. So no, I guess it's, it's just it's, a warning to everyone to make sure the commissions are correct. Yeah, I, I really, really appreciate you sharing that. Because... It's easy, correct me if I'm wrong, Linda, 
uh, it's easy to assume that you're getting paid what you're supposed to get paid. That your clients are getting charged. I mean, that one, that's really going to stand out because your client will go, hey, wait a minute, that's the wrong number. But uh, we, we just, we'd like to feel safe and secure and have a peace of mind that the numbers are working because we get busy and that you'll pay me what I'm supposed to get paid. And, 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 and because you have the right tools to look at the numbers, you found these errors. Well, I don't know if that's the right tools, but I found them just by actually sitting down because that's what I was doing. I was assuming that they're paying me the right amount, but we did have a commission grid that I printed and I, that's how I found it. So I'm sitting there going, uh-huh, that's not quite correct. So one by one, I'm having to go through all of my bookings that I've had this year so far and make sure the commission's correct. Carnival's correct. Priceline yeah. is correct. Yeah, there's a little off. So let me ask you this. Let me ask everybody who's with us right now. Is is this, uh, and and you as well, Linda, uh, do you, have you all experienced this on a regular basis? Is it with the same brands? Is it occasional? Uh, Is this alarming that you're hearing this because you've never had this issue before? Uh, Because obviously what this does, Linda, and everybody else, right? I mean, I, I run a business too. And if, if I find out that I, that, that, that my, my income is, is not what it's supposed to be from clients or whatever, then uh, all of a sudden it becomes a time suck. It takes time away from our selling, time away from our customer service, loyalty, great service, it takes time away from our, our planning and, and all the fun stuff we love to do versus doing forensic accounting. So I, I just want to see if anybody types stuff in like this. But so let, let, me, let, me, let me ask you then, um, do, do you have a, a plan or it, it is what it is that you have to take the time to make contact to get resolutions with all these brands that are somehow screwing up. I mean, that is that the only, you don't have an assistant, right? You got to do it. No, it's just me. I just got to, yeah, I've got to make time. And my BDM went on vacation. So he'll be back June 2nd. So yeah, um, yeah I'm, I just have to sit down and take the time. And it's my most favorite thing to do to sit there and do all the math. But I mean, I can do the math, but yeah. <laughs> it's not well, my favorite thing to do. Yeah, it's, it's certainly distressing to hear. I do hope you have good success with it. And I hope that w- when you when you look at it, right, you can say, and it sounds like you are prioritizing that first and foremost, you, you have a paper trail. Okay, it's supposed to be 15. It's not 15. I put some calls in, not getting done yet. However, they're traveling in July. First and foremost, number one top priority is, is everything else with the booking correct? So that the parchment days are right, the payments are done, the taxes, the fees, blah, blah, all those, you know, most importantly, obviously, to stay customer centric, to make sure that their experience is going to be great. They, they, right, they will never know that you've got your own issues on the, on the profit side and the margin side. And, and then you'll just have to plan out what, when, when you can put a couple hours into to going to get this done uh, before it's too late, you know, calculating, hey man, I got to get this done before they pay me because then going back retroactively could be a pain in the butt. So, and again, it's your business, not mine, but uh, I'm real glad that you found it. I'm very glad that you alerted everybody who's listening right now that you, you, you got, you, you, 
especially after a group, right, Linda? And you have mm-hmm. the, the reconciliation where you get their manifest and your manifest. Uh, I, and trust me, I worked on the supplier side. There are mistakes that happen. It just either human or the computer misses this or the number's wrong, and we got to stay on top of it. Ramona, just let me know if you're, if you're ready to come up next, and we'll do the same with you. Uh, I want to read this from Doreen. In the meantime, Doreen said, I was new to the business 2019 and only had a few bookings when the pandemic hit. The commission I did receive were right on. Okay, so Doreen, you checked it, and that worked out. Good, thankfully. The bottom line is you checked it. I wonder how many of you listening right now, whether you're here with me in my office or you're at home, listening as a podcast or on the treadmill or out for a run, how many of you saying, "Uh uh-oh, I haven't checked. I haven't checked the numbers and I need to. And friends, if you don't have an assistant, an accountant, somebody who deals with the numbers, then it's like having the right shoes. It's like having the right watch. It's like having the body glide. It's like having the, the cleat lubricant that if you don't do it, have somebody do it. But it's part of the business. It's part of the job. You know? So I, I just, uh, I, I want to thank uh, Linda for sharing that. Okay, Ramona. Now, let's see, Ramona, if we're, we're going to get you to come on. Okay, allow to talk. There you go. Hi. Hey. How are you? I am doing great. How are you guys? Uh, fa- fantastic. Now, did you want to put your video on or not? I don't even know if it'll go on. We just, we're just kind of going along here. It's up to you. I can if you want. It's totally up to you. Uh, bottom line is you've got a beautiful profile picture right there. <laughs> and I think that's awesome. And uh, so you, Ramona, full disclosure, you were part of the mastermind that we did. And we definitely had some aha moments together during that mastermind down in Cancun at uh, at, at the Grand. Uh, however, something new has come your way. And uh, you, if you want to bring that subject up, I think everyone would be interested because I bet you there's folks out there who have been faced with the same opportunity, challenge. Would you share with us, please? Yes, I will. Thank you. Um, When I returned from the mastermind, I was presented with an opportunity to return back to the financial industry, which is my background. Um, I've worked in accounting and I've taught financial education and literacy to adults. Um, My challenge, and a lot of times for me, it's um, squirrel, something new or, or refocus, but I was offered an opportunity to go back and work in the financial industry as a financial advisor. Um, my heart, my love, my first, it's travel. Travel yeah. is what I do. My aha moment is, is reconnection and working, um, working with people who want to reconnect with one another. And my challenge is if I do something part-time, until I can, uh, until the travel industry really picks up again. You know, it's looking wishy-washy to other people. Oh, look, she's doing travel. Oh, now she's back into the financial industry. Oh, she's teaching. So my challenge is if I decide to go back and do a little bit of part-time financial advising, is it possible to do both without looking wishy-washy or squirrel, she's into something new? 
that's the dilemma that I'm in right now because my passion and where I'm staying in, is in the travel industry. Okay. Well, I appreciate you sharing. And first and foremost, I'm excited for you that an opportunity came your way and it's something that you, correct me if I'm wrong, you still love that financial part of it. That's where you have training. That's where you have expertise and you do have passion there still. Yes. 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 And if I was to ask you this question, and I will ask you the question, and that's what if, what if you didn't have to worry about, care about, tell anybody that you've made a personal decision to do uh, 50, 50, 60, 40, 40, 60, whatever the, the split is to do some of your financial planning, financial advising, financial teaching, and do travel, what if nobody could possibly make a comment to you? What if we would completely block out the possibility you'd hear what they think? How would that feel? I feel the weight coming off my shoulder right now with, with that what if possibility. Yeah. So you, you're making a, a, a supposition, guessing. We all do this, Ramona, I, that, that people are going to look and, and think you, you're a little wonky here. Wait a minute. She's doing this. She's doing that. I don't get it. But that's what you're thinking. It hasn't happened. It may not be true. And if you never heard any of their comments, if you did what was really in your heart, it'd make you happy. That, that's correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, sometimes we, we just got to push past whether it's a real naysayer or not. Sometimes we just have to aspire higher and not wait for the permission of friends or family because they're not in our shoes. When I went independent or when I signed up for this run or when I said, I'm going to do a group sales success summit or I'm going to build a boot camp, there's always somebody out there saying, well, hang on now. There's others that teach groups. Now, hang on now. You, you've never done a triathlon. Why, why would you? You're crazy. Okay, thank you for that support. Um, and it's not easy for us to shed the opinions of others, even when, especially when they're real, when somebody does. So here's, here's what I'm hearing. I, if it's in your heart of hearts, Ramona, if it's in, you know, I like to say your love circle, and you know, on paper, you, you can have a nice life, work, work-life balance, right? That's important. I, I don't think you want to be working, you know, 18 hours a day doing both because you got a choice here. You can do this, you could do that, or you can do both, right? So you don't want to be working 18 hours a day, right? Correct. That's correct. So if, you, if you can parlay a schedule, whether it's Mondays this, Tuesdays this, or half day this, half day, whatever it is, and perhaps even leverage both together. Leverage both together. 
And I'm going to change one more thing. I'm going to change the narrative for you. For me personally, I don't think it looks all wonky. It looks all, oh, what's she doing now? I'm impressed. <laughs> and, and, and everybody who's listening right now, you tell me. You tell me. Go ahead and type in there. I, I'm impressed. Am I the only one who is impressed? That Ramona has a whole other skill set. See, that's a hard skill because you learned it, right? There's soft skills and hard skills. Mm -hmm. That's a skill set you learned, learning how to do the travel stuff. That's a hard skill set. The soft skill stuff is you, is your personality, is your love to work with people, is clearly on a financial side, travel side, same things, right? You're you're reducing risk. You're increasing happiness. You're helping them be more successful to live a more abundant, fruitful life. It's like there's such parallels there. I'm impressed. So you know what? Here's what I say, Ramona. Anybody who would look at your resume or your website that will say you have two expert skill sets. This is your purpose. Here's what you do. You need me for this. I can help you here. You need me for this. I can help you here. I'm a dual expert. It's like a duathlon, not a triathlon. A duathlon. <laughs> and anybody looks at it and says, fair, you say, okay. That's all right. You can go your own way. Is that Fleetwood Mac? I think so. And anyone who says, man, this lady, this lady's got it, man. She's got it. And anybody who's that good with numbers and that organized and that structured can handle my vacation. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. I I never saw the parallel before. But thank you. Thank you for that. Well, I, I, I see the parallel. I, and and I, I'm telling you that I'd be darn impressed. I'd be very interested to work with somebody. Because I'm not good with numbers, right? I've told you this, Ramon. I know how to make money. I'm not good at counting it. <laughs> I'm really on. Unco- I just, it's an ADHD thing. It's not dyslexia, but it's just numbers of me. We don't get along. So I, I mean, I, I am humbled by your comfort level and your knowledge base and your, your, your skills in, in, in reading numbers, like, like a language, it's a second language for you. And I think don't let anybody else stand, stand in your way. What, what was that quote? One of those quotes. Uh, I, I think you got this and I, I, whatever decision you reach, you have my support, you have my love. I know you'll be successful at, but it sure sounds like you don't want to give up either one. And maybe you can make a go at at doing both very well. People need you on both sides. Yes, thank you, thank you. You got it. All right, you keep touch. Yes, I appreciate you coming and sharing. And I know this is a big deal. I'm not sure anything could be resolved with the few, few minutes that we've talked, but I hope of giving you just a little bit of outside perspective on this just reframe you know sometimes we got to step outside look in and reframe and say hey if you don't like it that's okay i do and all these other people can look and go man i'm impressed and it's about exuding that confidence too right it's about owning it it's owning it and they'll see you owning it and they'll they'll trust you all right um you know they'll say help me with this help me with this or i got a friend or family who I need you to help. 
I wish you good luck. Thank you. I'm going to read a quote here from uh, Doreen and Lisa, and I want to see who, uh, uh, actually, Danny, if you're there, we can, we can get you fired up next, Danny. So Lisa, who, Lisa, who's back, who was awesome to, uh, to share with us last time, uh, was very special. If you haven't heard it, please go back and do it. Lisa says, I agree with Stuart. Just budget your time. Doreen offers, Ramona, keep both. The pandemic taught me I cannot give up my day job until my group business takes off full time. Leveraging both together is a great idea. Uh, just your customer, uh, just your customers know that they, that of course, that, that they are number one and you'll be there for them. Travel is my passion and I'm committed to working two jobs until my group business takes off full time. Both jobs can be fun if managed properly. There you go. Thank you, Doreen, for that vote of confidence for Ramona. Ramona, thank you again for sharing. Linda, thank you for sharing. All right, Danny, uh, let me uh, let me get to you and let me put you on, Danny. And in a couple minutes, there you go. Allow to talk. You're on. Danny, uh, take, take a 30 seconds, 60 seconds. Tell us what's on your mind. What's up? Um, thank you, Stu. I appreciate it. Um, I have uh, two issues that kind of parallel each other. Um, with my host agency, they provide lead generation. Uh, many times the leads are not quality leads. Uh, sometimes they are, and I've gotten some nice customers with it. But that's made me realize that I need to go out and better focus on doing my own lead generation and building a more of a following, um, which leads me to the second part of our second half of my question. A lot of my clients are getting older. Some have been dying off. I hate to put it that way, but that's a fact of reality. And wanting to get out in the community and get people to realize that I'm here. Like our friend Mike says, if people don't know you exist, they can't do business with you. So having said that, I'm trying to focus on how I can be better seen within the community and get more local business. I live in somewhat of an affluent community, a lot of disposable income, people travel, and I want a piece of that action. That's, yeah. that's my dilemma. Yeah. Danny, I, I appreciate that. And I don't know, is there anyone else who's, who's in right now who uh, is part of a, either a host or a consortium or whatever where uh, the phone rings and you get leads or it comes via email. I'm just curious. Please go ahead and, and type into the chat box. I'd be curious to see if anyone has this opportunity and dilemma that Danny has. So, you know, I, like lead generation, that's all cool. That's all great. However, and Danny, I know we don't have time to, to dive deep in here, but I have so many questions around that. Uh, how are they qualified? They qualified. And how does it come to you? Now, rhetorical questions. However, uh, is it just a, a random uh, lead goes here, one goes to Bob, one goes to Jim, one goes to Susie, one goes to Doreen, and then we'd go around again? Or does the lead come to you because, heck, that's your specialty, that's your niche. I know in your case, you, you, your passion is doing these photography groups, for instance. Um, that's most important. So, uh, knowing, just hearing you, Danny, uh, I'm going to ask you this question. When these leads come through, let's just, let's forget about the local opportunity and the fact that you got to develop an all new client base because some of them are aging out. Let's just come back over here for a second. 
Yeah, this is a yes or no question. Black or white answer. Is the juice worth the squeeze? When you get the lead, would you say it's worth it or not? If, I, if it's a yes or no answer, I'm going to say for the most part, no, it's a no answer. Okay. And I had to put that to you because I know there's a fuzzy zone. There's a gray area because you decided you, you did uh, offer that on occasion they turn into a sale. So here's the problem when, when, when and, and this goes for everybody. If you have a lead, a blind lead, a cold lead coming to you, we, we don't know if it's hot. It could come from anywhere. It could be somebody, look, everybody kicks the tires, but they could just be making phone calls to a hundred different people because you know why they're doing that, Danny and everybody, the person who fills out that form and they're told they're going to get a call back from a qualified travel advisor. Okay. They don't have a travel advisor of their own that they trust or love. Maybe they did and they fired them because maybe that advisor screwed something up or maybe they just didn't practice good uh, loyalty grade service. Or maybe they've never had a travel advisor. They never knew. Hey, it's like a, it's like a, a physician. It's like a hairstylist. It's like, you know, it's like uh, they, they never knew you can go back to the same person every time to book your travel. They don't know. So they sign up and, hey, put my lead out there. And who wants my business? Come and get it. They go fishing. At the end of the day, it's uncomfortable for them because they don't know who you are. They have no idea. They just think you're some guy sitting in a res center taking calls and trying to make a sale. So to build a relationship is very stressful, very difficult. I'm just saying, this is my observation here. If you look at leads that you generate from your community, from your neighborhood or in your niche. Now, if, if it's not a local lead, you know, in terms of proximity, that, hey, I live down the block. Oh, you're a business owner. I am too, kind of a thing. Or we're neighbors. Uh, I'll see you, I'll see you at, the, uh, at the stop and shop, maybe. We live in the same town. But if it's your niche, maybe you have customers around the world, right? Same thing. Still part of your community. Your neighbors, virtually. Just think of the opportunity there to build a relationship because there's some level of commonality. And that's where your pro, your customer pro, and everybody listening here, that's when your, your profile page, your who am I page on all your social sites and, and your website and, and your business card, it's got to specifically say, as Mike says too, who you are and what you do and, and why I need you. Why on earth do I need you, Danny? Why do I need you? I need to know. And we're going to have a relationship versus, heck, I'm going to call, I'm, some agent's going to call me from who knows who knows where on earth, and I'm just going to get a price. In as much as it may, and, and everyone, you, you tell me if everybody, if, if you, <laughs> it, are you signed up for a blind lead program like that? And I, I think all shoppers are tire kickers. That's just who, what we are. It's what we do. But it's especially hard if they haven't had an opportunity to read your bio, to get to know who you are, and if you can help. It, it puts a lot of pressure on you, Danny, to slow down the conversation, to control the pace of it, to give them a chance to, to get to know who you are and that you're a real person. You're a pro. You've been at this 20, 30 years. You're an expert. You love it, and you're going to take care of them. And, and that just sounds like 
I hate to say an uphill battle, but it's tough. And clearly you, you've been faced with that, that dilemma. When the phone rings, there's a little bit of excitement and there's a little bit of trepidation at the same time. And maybe they hear that too. Man, I'll tell you, Danny, you didn't ask me for my opinion on this, but I'm going to share with you. I, I would so much rather see you put your efforts towards building your brand, writing articles, doing your videos, getting up, getting out, putting yourself in opportunities way so people get to see you, hear your voice, and they come to you because they like you. They know they need you versus sort of a blind lead. Now, uh, Doreen posts here, I prefer to generate my own leads. I agree with Stuart. Most blind leads are tire kickers. And, and granted, Doreen and everybody, I already told you, all shoppers are tire kickers. And it, it's our job to make them a client naturally. The problem is that if, if it's unqualified, if they don't know, if you don't know them, it's, it's like the blind leading the blind here. It's really hard. Doreen says, no, my host does not provide leads. Janita said, Dream Vacations offers it, but I do not participate in the program at this time. Lisa said, I have lived in my community 50, uh, 55 plus for almost six years, and it takes time to build that trust in relationships. Is there a clubhouse or a newsletter for your community or maybe next door, one of those uh, next, I guess those next door apps? You need an outlet to get to those people, to meet them in person. Can you get the mailing list? Can you do a river cruise night or a local restaurant with your river cruise rep? And I know this is great stuff, Lisa. I appreciate this. And Danny, you, you know, you, you get this, you understand this. So he, here's what it comes down to. Just like Ramona is faced with a decision to make. She needs to make a decision. You're faced with a decision too. And I think you need to make one. I'm not going to tell you what's right or wrong for you and your business, Danny. Because I like to, if it's a real tough, here's what I like to tell people. And we did this at the mastermind too. For one day, make believe you made the decision that you're never getting another one of these leads again, ever. And it's entirely on your shoulders. Get up, get out, meet new people, make opportunities. It's not going to generate instant business. It's not going to generate instant sales. However, right now, People are wishing they had a travel advisor if they didn't already have one. Let me say it again. Right now, people are wishing they had a travel advisor they can trust if they've ever had one in the past. There's never been a better time to create a whole group of new followers. Remember, they have to start off as followers. Then they move into the prospect bucket. Then they move into the client bucket. You know, it's, there's a cycle here, right? And then the next day, Danny, live that day knowing that's it. I'm, I'm not going to go searching for my own clients. I'm just going to work these leads like a mad dog, like crazy. I'm going to make this lead system work. Bob Dickinson used to say back in the day with cruising, when cruising was first becoming more and more popular, but the majority of people had never cruised before. He said, uh, he said, you, you can't, uh, you can't be a little bit pregnant. <laughs> I don't know if anybody remembers that. You can't be a little bit pregnant, meaning especially for a travel agent. Either you're selling cruises or you're not. Either you believe in them or you're not. Either you're getting into business or you're not. Know it, love it. Yeah. And I think the same for you, Danny, if you don't mind me saying. You know, absolutely. That's why I asked you, you know, I mean, uh, opinions and uh, insight is certainly very helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's important for you as a business owner and everyone listening right now, 
to make the big decisions. Get the tools, get the resources. Have a plan to check to make sure your commissions are coming in or not. Give yourself the time to check. How much money have you missed out on the last couple of months or year? Oh my gosh, I don't mean to make you crazy, but that's, that's just the level of importance you need to put. It's part of the business, right? And, and it, either get in or get out. Don't dip, your, don't dip your toes in. Another thing is that people will know it and sense it if you're all in the game or not. And Danny, I don't want you getting one of those leads and, and giving sort of a half effort I'd rather you put a full effort in someone who lives down the block, who's, who's, who's in your love circle, somebody who you want to work with, a demographic, a product you want to sell, an opportunity that excites you versus not knowing who's at the other end of the phone. Does that make sense, Danny? That makes a lot of sense, though. So here's a quick question, and I'm just looking at one of the comments that was uh, put in here about something called Nextdoor, which I have in my, in my town. Yep. Would it be wrong to kind of go in there and, and post, hey, you know, I live in, in so-and-so town. Uh, I, I have a local business. I'm a travel advisor. You know, something in a nice way just to let people know what I do. Would, would that be appropriate, you think, or inappropriate to? And I don't want to come across the wrong way. So I think if you take a non-salesy approach, if you make it informational, say, hey, everybody, just so you know, you've got a full-time professional veteran travel advisor living right here. Whether we meet by Zoom, whether we meet for coffee, I'm your guy. Now more than ever, you need a travel advisor you can trust. Let me be it. Here's my number. That's it. Okay. Absolutely, positively, yes. If they delete it, if they're not interested, they'll go. Of course, you don't want to be. You don't want to use uh, uh, an app that's not meant for self-promotion. So I don't know if Nextdoor is or isn't. My only point is. I think you absolutely delete, as you, you quoted Mike before, you need to let them know you're alive, you're right here, and, and then start just putting out little inf- bits, bits of information to showcase that you are who you are. It's one thing you say who you are, it's another thing you showcase it. And guess what? We are at time. And I, I can't thank everybody enough for being here. Danny for sharing, Linda for sharing, Ramona for sharing, Lisa for coming back. And I just, I, I'm just so grateful. The hour always flies by. I hope you got something out of it. And uh, we're going to meet again twice in June. So watch for those invites. If you're coming to Boot Camp Live June, I am ready to deliver nine hours of crazy training. The best of the best of the best. Danny, thank you. Ramona, Linda, everybody, Carl, everyone who's in the house here participated today. I'm grateful for you.